Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell. Oh my goodness me, we have so much to talk about. Where do I even begin? <laughs> Let's see. So Celebrity Big Brother, I'm going to go through withdrawal because it just finished. Finale night just ended here, Central Time. So spoiler alert in case you're on West Coast or, you know, what have you. I don't know if y'all are on different uh, TV schedule tonight. So don't listen to this till later if you are. <laughs> but those that are already caught up and huge fans like me, as many of you know, I'm Team Ross all the way, Ross Matthews. So proud of him. Proud of Marissa, too, who's the ally in the house. Oh, my goodness me. That was amazing. Love, love, love that, uh, well, I don't totally love because I really wanted him to win first place. But I do love how uh, Marissa and Ross ended up being in the final two together. That was really cool. And I really love that Ross not only won second place, but also won America's Favorite House guest slash player. Congratulations, Ross. As, as I always say to you, you did an awesome, awesome job. You played the game hard. I know, unfortunately, you lost a lot of juror votes, as they just said, each time they were uh, putting their votes in, you know, saying, well, voting for the person I felt like played an honest, straightforward game. But uh, I hate to say it, but, you know, I kind of agree with you, Ross. I think that uh, if you hadn't played the way you did, you, you probably wouldn't have ended up in final two. You know, I think you played the way you had to on Big Brother with the different alliances to to get to final two. Or you may have been evicted much sooner. So it is what it is. But uh, don't don't worry, you know, because you won second place and America's favorite player slash health guest. And Marissa, you're the closest ally, won first place. And I know if you had to lose to anyone in that house, you'd want it to be Marissa, right? So congratulations again to Marissa and Ross and to all, all the celebrities that were on the show. I learned a little bit about each of them by watching the show. I enjoyed it on Marissa, you know, and Miss Columbia especially. I think I got more insight and appreciated each of them, especially getting uh, more time for us to get to know them and see a different side of them. It's just an amazing show. Big Brother, actually, I didn't even start watching Big Brother until a few seasons ago, a few years ago, actually, and it was because of Ross, because he was always talking about Big Brother, and I got so mad. <laughs> I'm going to be honest here. I got so mad at him because the first season that I finally started watching it, because he always talked about it, like, okay, I'm going to give this show a try. I'm going to check it out. was the most controversial season at that point in his Big Brother history. And if y'all recall, it was the one, I'll just say with, uh, uh, let's see, I think Gina Marie was on it. She, she wasn't really controversial a little bit, but it was mostly Aaron. The girl Aaron was on there that got in a lot of trouble and had to have PR rep with her at finale night at the post interviews. And, uh, oh, my goodness, my dog just got wrapped up in my microphone and wires. Oh my goodness. There you okay, buddy? Prescott, you okay? Oh y'all, he scared the heck out of me. My ten year old dog just scared the heck out of me. He does not normally do that. He's very playful tonight. Be careful, buddy. Be careful. And so uh oh my goodness. I lost my train of thought. Where was I, y'all? Where was I? <laughs> um oh so Ross got me to watch the regular Big Brother, you know. And uh, I was so mad because when I reached out to him, I was like, hey, hey, I finally watched Big Brother. What do you think about this season? You know, when the season ended, I should have thought to reach out when it first started. But then if I had, I probably wouldn't have kept watching it because <laughs> at the end of that season, he was like, 
oh, this first week, season I didn't really watch. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's your fault I got all hooked on the Big Brother. First I start watching the, the regular episodes, which are already too much, you know, two, three nights a week. And then I find myself in bed every night before I go to sleep watching the Big Brother after dark. Luckily, I didn't get into the live feeds. Oh, heaven forbid, that's too much for me. <laughs> but I do go on Twitter like a lot of people that don't watch the live feeds and read. I'm like, oh, they're reading a book. I'll just read all the Twitter feeds <laughs> about the uh, updates on Big Brother, life status updates. So, yeah. That's a lot of reading, by the way. <laughs> so thanks, Ross. You helped me read more, right? Oh, my goodness me. I am so proud of you, Ross. If, if you go back and listen to this, I just want you to know from the bottom of my heart, I am just so proud of you. I love you. As you know, I'm still Team Ross all the way. Always was, always am, always will be. Love you so much. You're awesome, Rossum. Just keep being your awesome, Rossum self. And Salvador, I know, is so happy to have you home. And your dog, Selena and Audrey, I can't believe how long y'all been apart. I mean, it probably felt like eternity. What was it? A, a few weeks at most. It probably felt like a year. <laughs> I heard when you're, you know, away, especially from, well, I'm still a little confused about this part. I was going to say away from technology, social media, and of course your family, Salvador and your dogs, especially, and your mom and and uh, other family and friends. Oh, my goodness, because you're like the most social butterfly. I can't even imagine how difficult that must be to be away from everyone. But on the part about the Internet, I know a lot of fans, including myself, are really confused. How did that work? I really want to know, like, when y'all were in the house, because, you know, we'd see y'all on Twitter and Instagram. Did, were y'all able just to read whatever on the internet or just limited Twitter or, or Facebook or Instagram, or could you only tweet out a message? Like, how in the world did that work? I heard y'all had a, one iPad y'all shared, but I didn't know how that worked, if y'all could actually get on all the internet or what, what your limitations were to the outside world through the internet, social media. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, again, congrats to Marissa and Ross. Uh, we've got almost an hour to go. Please feel free to call in and say hello. The phone number here is 323-642-1556. Again, 323-642-1556. And just press 1 to talk live on air. And I will be right back. I'm going to play a song so I can go over to my Facebook and Twitter and remind everyone on my social media uh, that the show is on air and how to call in and all that good stuff. But I'll be watching the switchboard. And you also can tweet me live during this next hour and share your own thoughts about Celebrity Big Brother finale. Uh, again, the phone number 323-642-1556 and press 1 to talk live on air and or tweet me live at Coffee Talk WC, which is C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C, Coffee Talk WC on Twitter. Oh, my gosh, my heart is still racing. Uh, that's, I'm telling you, Big Brother, I know... Uh, Ross did a great analogy about Big Brother, you know, saying in football, like first, second, third, fourth quarter, you know, you don't really, you're not really winning the game until fourth quarter, until the very end. And uh, my heart has been racing up and down these last several, few weeks, last several nights, especially, but last few weeks. And I, I totally get why doctors tell people, especially guys would tell people in general, don't watch football anymore because your heart can't take it. I feel like that after I'm like after Celebrity Big Brother just ended tonight, like, okay, I can breathe now, Ross. Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't even going to watch Celebrity Big Brother, by the way, until, of course, I heard Ross was on it. I'm like, here we go again. First, I watched the regular Big Brother and get hooked on it every season since, <laughs> thanks to Ross. <laughs> and then I was, I was like, I'm not going to watch it anymore. Mm -mm. Uh, Celebrity Big Brother? Nope. 
nope, not going to get, not going to give into it because I've already watched the regular season. Nope, nope, nope. And then, of course, I hear Ross is going to be on it. I'm like, oh, man, now I really have to watch it because, you know, I'm Team Ross all the way. <laughs> so let me play this song. I'll be right back in a moment here. Here's Let's Go by Bean. Check out her music at beanmusic.com. Be right back. Be watching for your calls and tweets. Are you ready? Once again, that's Let's Go by Bean. Again, check out her music at beanmusic.com. I'm just reaching out on my social media and trying to also connect with some fellow Ross fans in case they want to have a chance to. Uh, oh, Ross is trending on Twitter. Wow. Oh, wow. That's so cool. I'll share some of these tweets with you on just a moment here. Wow, that's amazing. And Ross will be so happy to see that. His name is trending on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. i got to share that with the fellow Ross fans. Uh, but, yeah, again, if you want to call and share your thoughts, I love all of you from all teams of Celebrity Big Brother. Don't get me wrong. Just um, Team Ross now, forever, always, and have been. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, again, the number is 323-642-1556. Uh, and just press 1 to 
talk live on air. You can listen live, of course, at blogtalkradio.com forward slash coffee talk with which you're probably wondering why am I saying the website because some people call in and listen by phone. So in case they need the link as well. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to share some of these uh, really sweet messages I'm reading in the Team Ross room uh, Facebook. April posts finale day. Today's the day. Hashtag Team Ross. April wrote, thank you for Thank you all for an amazing, wonderful ride, and I couldn't be more proud of Ross Matthews and Marissa Jarrett Whitaker. Oh, that's so sweet. Ross trending on Twitter. <laughs> I love it. So another fan just posted that. I'm so happy he won America's Favorite House Guest. That's just wonderful. And shout out again to Ross's partner, Salvador, Sal, and their dogs, Selena, Audrey. I know they probably have, are so excited to have a welcome homecoming for Ross now. Oh, Samantha Tony says, bitter jury, whatever. Second place is fantastic. <laughs> These people are crybabies. Ross played the best game. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did I just see Trisha sitting next to Salvador? So they look, both look good. Katie O'Toole wrote, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, they do. They look great. Uh, I love this one. April also wrote, to, I don't know how to pronounce wine names. I was a waitress and always made up alcohol names. I was like, sounds like, and the bartender would always just make them really strong drinks, by the way. So forgive me if I don't pronounce this name of this wine correctly. And Russ would be so ashamed. Brandy, too. Pano Grigio? Grigio? I don't know. On ice tonight. Hashtag Team Ross. <laughs> I love that. I love how he, when he drinks wine, he puts, um, I love how when Ross drank uh, white wine like Brandy too, he would he would add a um, sparkling water, call it like a spritz or something, spritzer, to make it not as you know strong and make it last longer and not feel like that buzz or drunk feeling after. I thought that was pretty clever. I've never tried that. I don't really drink alcohol much, honestly, but that is pretty cool trick to try to add the sparkling water. I'm just reading some comments here. <laughs> Sarah D says, I love Marissa, but that was absolute BF. <laughs> LaShawn says, I told y'all. Bitter ASS jury. <laughs> These are, of course, fellow Ross fans. Uh, Jordan says, agreed, but at the same time, someone had to beat Ross. I'm glad it was her. See, that's what I was saying. I was like, if if anyone was going to beat Ross, I'd want it to be Marissa, too. And I'm sure Ross feels the same. You know, if you had to come in second, not first to anyone I'm glad it was Marissa. Of course, I wanted him to win first all the way, you know. But at the same time, he he did awesome. I mean, he did amazing. I, you know what I think really hurt him? I'm going to tell him this directly myself, I'm not afraid to say, because I love him and adore him, and he's very straightforward to himself. I really think what hurt him was a couple of things. I think what hurt him was that this jury was able to go home and actually watch the full episodes before they voted and as y'all know, most cases, the jury, like like jury duty and like regular celebrity Big Brother, <laughs> you're you're sequestered. You can't you know know anything about the case or whatever. Or like Big Brother, they're you know the jury is is sequestered where they can't watch all the episodes. They may they may show like a clip or something like they'll come in you know when the the last one evicted that goes to the jury house like, okay, let's watch the tape together and it'll just show like part of the competition or how they you know, got evicted and they may tell each other stuff. I don't know. But I think what really hurt Ross was that, that they were all able to see like, whoa, he, you know, he did all these alliances. Although I still have no qualms about that myself because I think that's part of playing big brother. I myself, I love Josh. I think it's awesome. He won my heart broke for Paul coming in second two times 
twice, not once, but twice. I think Paul was an amazing Big Brother player. Um, and that just, uh, just broke my heart. So I feel like that's what happened to Ross tonight, in a sense. Like, I know he's more than happy for Marissa, and I am too, because Ross has a great heart like that. But uh, I think the other thing where Ross really messed up <laughs> is that he told Mark if he made it to final two, he would take Mark. And I understand his reasoning why, you know, like, oh, I wouldn't win against any girl because there's majority girl voters. But I think he should have thought, like Marissa thought, like, I know I don't have a good chance, but uh, I'm being loyal to the end. And so Marissa did keep her word and did take Ross to final two. And I think that's what stung Ross, even though he technically didn't win the last HOH and didn't get to choose who to take with him. I'm kind of glad it didn't happen that way because that would have, I would have cringed. I think I would have cried. I couldn't, I couldn't bear to even see that scenario. I wouldn't want to see that scenario because that would just break my heart for Ross and Marissa for, could you imagine if he had done that? If he had won the last HOH and evicted Marissa and chose Mark, could you imagine Marissa's reaction? She would have been devastated. And I kind of wonder now what she's going to think when she finds out. She'll probably be glad she won first place when she finds out that Ross was going to take Mark instead of her. If, you know, if that scenario played out for final two. So I think it worked out for the better in the sense that Marissa, um, if it had to happen that, you know, Marissa um, won and, and chose Ross second, you know, for final two, that is, of course I wanted Ross to win. And she thought, she thought she had no chance against Ross because he did play hard and did have, more wins in the in the game, but unfortunately, I think those are the two biggest mistakes. Or not mistakes. Well, the mark the mark part I think was a mistake. I think that hurt him the most because, as you notice, when the jurors were voting, they all were making comments about, "I'm going to vote for who was most straightforward and most honest with this game." Blah 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 blah. And he only got two votes, right? Was it two or three? No, six six votes. Marissa, three votes. Who were the three? Meta. Brandy. Who was the third one that voted for us? Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed I can't remember. I'm blanking out. Um, Amanda, I was surprised because the way he was talking, he's kind of confusing. But he he kept saying he wanted Ross to win. So so he, so Meta voted for Ross. Brandy obviously voted for Ross. Ross, excuse me, and someone else. Who was it? It wasn't Ari. It wasn't Almarosa. They all voted for Marissa. It'll come back to me. I'll just look on Twitter in a minute. But anyway, with that being said, he's still a winner. He won second place and America's favorite player, favorite house guest. I wonder how the other how the other house guests feel that Ross won that and um, not. But I'm glad, you know, I've got to be honest. I was just telling my husband, I was like, you know, Ross probably would choose to win America's favorite player over the whole thing. Not because, you know, the money, just because, like, he made that comment. You know, like, he was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize everyone thought I was a villain. And I was just playing Big Brother, you know, with all the different alliances, blah, blah, blah. So in that sense, that makes me kind of feel better, too, for him, you know? And, of course, I voted galore for him for <laughs> America's Fair Player. So many did, obviously. So congrats, Ross. I'm so proud of you. But uh, if anyone wants to kind of call in, share their own thoughts from any team, I support, you know, this whole show. It was so fun. It was so positive overall. I mean, think about it. Even when they didn't get along, it wasn't that bad. It was not nearly as bad as like the regular seasons. I mean, they were all pretty respectful of each other for the most part. They got along. I mean, look at Brandy and uh, James who can't stand each other. You know, they were getting along tonight at finale. That's awesome, you know. And Omarosa and uh, Ross are each other's targets, but they, for the most part, you know, pretty got along pretty well, I think, considering 
All right. After Ross, uh, Julie says in the Team Ross uh, room on Facebook, she says, after Ross answered some questions, I looked at my wife and knew who had won. If he had to lose, I'm glad it was Marissa. Yeah, I I felt the same way. I was like, oh, no. I kind of just, I just knew the way they were making the comments each time they were, the jurors were tying in their vote, you know, putting in the key, and I, and they would make that comment about, you know, straightforward or upfront, honest game, whatever. I was like, oh no, I cringed. I was like, oh no, they're voting for Marissa because Marissa made a point about that. Like, you know, I guess her speech. Did, did James vote for Marissa? Didn't he? Because he made the comment about your speech changed my vote, changed my mind. So yeah, that's amazing that a, just a speech can do that. And isn't that funny? Ross even pointed this out to Marissa. I, I overheard him telling her like, you said you didn't win anything, but look what you just won you won the most important HOH and then she ends up winning the whole package the whole game that's just amazing congrats again to Marissa and of course Ross uh Marissa again got first place Ross got uh second place so she won how much did she win 250 right yeah 250,000 it's a little different because regular season don't think don't didn't 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 first place win like five hundred thousand on the regular season? Hmm, interesting. But anyway, but yeah, I think I think Marissa got two hundred fifty thousand for first place, and Ross got fifty thousand for second place, and then he got another twenty five thousand for America's favorite player. So hence seventy five thousand, which means if he had won first place, oh, whoever came in second, who was it? Second and third uh, was Ross Shannon. I thought it was be Ari, but it was someone else. They said on the favorite that were in the top three of the favorite uh, player poll. Um, so think about it, if Ross had won first place, then whoever came in second on favorite player would have won instead because you can't win first place and, and favorite player. But I didn't even know you can win second place and favorite player, but I'm so happy you can because Ross did. <laughs> That's so awesome, Ross. All right, I'm play one more song. I'll be right back. We have to do another segment during uh, during the day. Tomorrow I'll probably take a lunch break from work just to yeah. Do another segment because I definitely want to give a chance for everyone to like catch their breath and <laughs> like me and let their heart stop racing and and just oh you know take a breath because I know the finale and it's just been like so fast paced. All right, uh, but uh, yeah, do a, another um, session and segment on this on the podcast just to give everyone a chance to call in and share their love for their team celebrities um and of course ross mine uh team ross all the way love you ross um so just keep looking for that i'll t- just follow me on twitter at coffee talk wc i'll post whenever i do the next segment but in the meantime there's still plenty of time if you want to call in 37 minutes to go if you do want to call and say hello phone number again 323-642-1556 hope you'll stay a while so here's another song by being called stay a while enjoy Sing the 
once again, that was Stay A While by Bean, also known as Noelle Bean. Check out her music again at beanmusic.com. So excited. We've got 30 minutes to go and having so much fun just recapping, reviewing in my mind all about Celebrity Big Brother. It has been so fun to watch. I mean, think about it. I can't think of any other show that would really put these people together like that for that long, 24-7. Could you imagine? It is definitely a show I would do. I, I'll be honest. I would totally do Big Brother by, oh my gosh, if I got selected. I think it would be an amazing opportunity. But this this is like so awesome and so many reasons to me. First, it's the first time the U.S. finally did Big Brother celebrity version. I've watched the celebrity edition on um you know, on YouTube for the UK and uh, mostly the season with Frankie Grande, but a few other episodes I'd watch here and there, but that season I really got into and they do crazy, funny competitions. I mean, hopefully the U S will grow and, you know, hopefully I hope this was a very successful season. I hope they continue to do the celebrity big brother, not just regular big brother in the U S because if they grow and get more budget, they could do some of these. I mean, like, for instance, one day I was watching on YouTube and I was like, what the heck? That is so funny. The house guests wake up on the Celebrity UK version of the show, and uh, and it's like Christmas. Like, the whole house is decorated like Christmas, the whole theme. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they really go way out and beyond on some of these competitions and stuff. It's crazy and funny, and I think the U.S. is really good. I think it's just, you know, a, a good start they had. You know, only so much time they didn't get to do all the traditional Big Brother things that super fans like Ross would really want. And I know even the celebrities that were, you know, in the house were saying they wanted Zingbot. Um, I felt a little bad, Ross and, and Maida, and them had to go on a slot for, what, 48 hours? And normally that would be like a whole week. Um, there was no have-not room. But, you know, I think the celebrities de- deserve it. It should be, you know, a little different than the regular Big Brother Everyday People version. You know, that's part of the purpose of Celebrity Big Brother, you know, give them a little bit of more special treatment, but at the same time, you know, like Julie Chin pointed out, she's like, for these celebrities, I mean, every day, they probably don't always do their own laundry. They may go drop off stuff at the dry cleaners or have, you know, nice food delivered or what have you. (laughs) Some of them, you know, not in all fairness, not all of them, you know, some of them may do their own laundry, may cook their own meals all the time, what have you. But at the same token, I think I, I have no problem, no qualms with, CBS doing it differently for uh, the Big Brother celebrity version versus the regular Big Brother. But uh, it was really interesting. The social media really threw me off because I know a lot of us were so confused. Like, wait a minute, what's Ross or Brandy or Marissa or whoever? You know, made it. What are they doing on Twitter? Aren't they in the Big Brother house? How's that work? And then all I all I could find out was something about them sharing one iPad and limited internet or limited Twitter. I, I don't know Twitter. I, I don't know. I can't wait to find out exactly how that worked. <laughs> But I will be curious to see what happens after, you know, the long-term relationships versus the short-term. Like, who will stay friends forever? Like, Omarosa and Miss Columbia? Who would have thought (laughs) that they would get so close, you know, become such good friends? Like, I really thought Ari would vote for us. I was totally wrong. She voted for Marissa. But at the same token, you know, from day one, Omarosa kept trying to do that girl alliance. And even even Marissa, I thought, was going to turn on Ross at one point where, you know, unfortunately, you know, she questioned her alliance when uh, to to the girls, you know, girl power versus, you know, uh, the what was it called, room roomy squad <laughs> with uh, 
when Ross and uh, Martha made the deal with James and Mark, the, that four alliance. And so when I think about that, I don't feel as bad when I think about how Ross had told uh, Mark, you know, I mean, yeah, that Ross had told Mark if you take the final two, but at the same time, that would have hurt Marissa so bad. Oh my gosh. Oh, these are some nice comments. I'm going to share these. All right, here we go. All right. Okay. Uh, Jessica, the Jessica Graf on Twitter, who is also Team Jody from Big Brother and who just won Amazing Race. Love them so much. Congratulations again to Jess and Cody. I sound like Julie Chen. Congratulations. Although they won uh, Amazing Race, so there wouldn't have been Julie Chen saying that. But anyway, they just got engaged and, oh, they're just the cutest couple. I'm hoping they're moving back here to Dallas, Texas, where Cody's family is. Uh, because, you know, they've been living over in L.A. But anyway, where Jess lives. Um, but yeah, they just won Amazing Race. I think that's the first time Big Brother team won Amazing Race, but I'm not for sure on that. Don't quote me. Anyway, I love that that Jessica just tweeted, and ergo, she just put Ross all caps and a heart. That's so nice. Uh, Evil Dick, if you're a Big Brother fan, you know exactly who Evil Dick is. And um, since I'm a Rina adoptee and knew my biological father for a long time, that that whole oh that whole story gets me every time I think about it. Cause I, I did watch part of that season, not much, but part of that season with him and his daughter and the Big Brother house, how he was purposely a jerk to try to get himself evicted to save his daughter, basically. Um, anyway, so Evil Dick on Twitter wrote, Ross should win this unanimously. Uh, uh, Big Brother, also known as BB Updates, uh, they wrote, congratulations to Ross for winning America's Favorite House guest. I just think that's awesome that his name is trending on Twitter tonight. That's wonderful. Very cool. Let's see what else, what else. Oh, Cody, uh, Jess's uh, fiance, you know, also from Big Brother and Amazing Race, the recent winners, he wrote, geez, Ross will win this easily. So I bet Cody's shocked too. I was really hoping. Yeah, see, I agree with this comment. Okay, so Whitney Hogg, she wrote, and I believe she was on the online, the internet version of, was she on the internet version? Yeah, Whitney. Yeah, she was. I watched it. She was on the internet version of Big Brother. That was interesting, by the way. They did that, like, um, over the fall break, like, during Thanksgiving that year. So Whitney says, I know that this bitter ASS jury has voted for Marissa to win, and honestly, my heart is broken for Ross. And I have to agree because I feel like the jurors voted on feelings and and not strategically. You know what I mean? Because think about it. I mean, he he played the game the hardest. He won the most comps, you know, overall in the final. If you compare his stats to Marissa, especially, you know, final two, I mean, goodness me. He won, you know, a few HOHs, a few POVs. He won when he knew he needed to. He didn't win on purpose a few times when he knew it was better not to. You know, I mean, that's very strategic moves, very difficult. I, I don't I mean... I don't know how he did it. I mean, when his butt was on the line at the last minute, he pulled off the POV each time or the HOH. He, you know, Omarosa tried to get him out again and again, and he was able to go around, you know, turn that back around. And even finally on his HOH, I'm sure he's very happy about that. He got, he got to evict, get Omarosa evicted on his last HOH because <laughs> he knew he didn't have a chance against her. Wouldn't that have been something, though? I wonder how that would have gone down. 
that was really interesting. Of course, Armoroso was just trying to make final two like anyone, you know, with no fairness to her. But that was interesting when she pitched that idea to Ross. I almost, I almost, I got to admit, I almost thought that would be, a, would have been interesting to see Ross and Omarosa in the final two, you know, negativity versus positivity. But at the same time, she showed more positivity than negativity than, and nor, and then I normally see of her at least on the show. I don't know. <laughs> she still made me mad a few times here and there on the show, but overall, she seemed so much calmer, didn't she, than we've seen her in the past? <laughs> yeah, she seemed a lot better, and, and it was nice to see Ross be able to get along with her. Um, but yeah, that would have been really interesting to see Omarosa and Ross in the final too. But at the same time. I would not want to see Ross lose to her. Oh my goodness me, no way. Uh-uh. I'm like I said many times before, and I say it again. If Ross had to lose to anyone in the final two, let it be Marissa, his closest ally and friend. You know. Welcome, Ms. Pretty, in the chat room. How are you doing tonight? So we got 24 minutes to go. If you want to call and say hello again, the phone number is three two three six four two one five five six. Again, three two three six four two one five five six. I can't even begin to imagine how Ross and, and all of them, all of these celebrity house guests from Celebrity Big Brother are just going crazy, especially the, 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 especially the final four. The, oh, my gosh. Wow. Can you imagine? They've been in the house this whole time, haven't gone home yet. I mean, the other ones, you know, for the most part, not all, but most of them had already gone home, been with their families. But the ones like Ross that are just now tonight finally getting out of the Big Brother house, and just, oh my gosh, I could, that would take me forever to catch up, seeing all your family and friends and uh, and checking all your social media messages and, oh my gosh, that, oh my gosh, could you imagine? And just wondering, like, what's going on in the world, the news, I mean, that, that blows my mind thinking about that. The only time I saw them, well, just twice, the only time, there were two times that I've, one of them I wasn't watching that season, but I heard about it and saw it like in past archive videos on YouTube. The other one I did watch live or not live, but you know, recorded whatever episode that season. The only two occasions I know that they, they, well, celebrity big brother, they did. Julie Chen did say who won super bowl, but other than that, (laughs) the, the two times I've seen big brother actually let in the news to the house guests because normally they, they keep it separate. You know, it's, you know, like you're sheltered in this house from the outside world for the most part. And you're, you know, whole like social experiment with the, you know, you're living with these people 24-7 that become like family to you while you're having to compete against them to win this game to the end. The two times I know of it is uh, September 11th. I believe they, I think, yeah, September 11th they told, they told them. And I think, I think they did. Or am I thinking of a different reality show? Am I getting that mixed up? Pretty sure they told them. And the other time I, that I remember watching was um, was actually the internet version of Big Brother because that went viral and went got on CNN because they told them who'd won the election, Trump versus Clinton, and that Trump had won. So they, you know, had that showing them their reactions and then put that, you know, in a in a video package to CNN and what have you. It was really interesting. I'm trying to remember. I have to look that up, but I'm pretty sure. They broke the news about seven September 11th to Big Brother. I think there was another like reality show, something else like on MTV or something that that also I think happened at the time where they had to break them the news as well. I'm trying to look it up right now. Big Brother, 
September 11th, yeah. Let me see. It says... Yes, yeah, it was Big Brother. Monica Bailey, her cousin, was listed as missing in the World Trade Center. So that's who they had told. Oh, yeah, that's so scary. Oh, that's so scary. And I don't I don't know what happened afterwards. I don't know what the update was on that. I hope her cousin was okay, but I honestly don't know because I didn't really watch the show back then. I mean, I'm not kidding. I didn't start watching Big Brother until um, I don't know what season it was or what year few seasons few years ago um let me see if i can figure out how long i've been watching big brother <laughs> when aaron and them gina marie aaron what did you spell e-r-i-n yeah weren't they good friends gina marie and aaron it was 2013 so i've been watching yeah it says big brother season 15 which was 2013 so it looks like I've been watching for five years. Wow. Thanks a lot, Ross Matthews. You got me hooked on Big Brother for five years now. <laughs> oh, and also to backtrack for a moment, I know I'd mentioned that I was, <laughs> I was I've been teasing, sending a, uh, sent a, a, a message on Twitter to Ross like earlier, a few weeks ago saying, I have a bone to pick with you. You know, I want you to win this game, but there's only one thing and one, one bone I have to pick with you. And that's only because you got me hooked on this show. And the first season I watched it at the end, I reached out to you because I wanted to like, you know, compare notes and you say, Oh, I didn't, I didn't really watch it. Uh, Big brother for the first time this season. I'm like, what? So I hope to backtrack on that. I do hope that he did go back and watch all of it, which I'm guessing he probably did since he knew he was going to be on this show and he probably, I think he's watched all the other seasons before and after, but anyway, I'm still going to blame him for getting me hooked on Big Brother. Totally blame him. But at the same time, I also blame him in a positive way that he inspired me (laughs) to begin this podcast, Coffee Talk with Shell. As many of y'all know the story, if you haven't, if you're a new listener, um, the story is why I'm Team Ross always will happen and, and always will be. I just always adored him, you know, when he was Rossi in turn, watched the talkie blogs and all of that. I just always loved his positivity. My dog, my 10-year-old dog, Prescott, looks a lot like his uh, dog that he had. May she rest in peace, Louise, that he called Wee Wee. So cute. My my dog would watch videos of his dog, Louise, all the time. It was just adorable. And uh, I always say my dog had a crush on on, on his dog, Louise. And uh, anyway, and so what happened was, uh, both my parents had died in 2008, and I was, like, getting really down. I started, like, trying to, like, get myself back up pretty quick, you know, like, start volunteer teaching grief recovery classes right after my dad died. And then, you know, not right after, but not long after, and, and little did I know, you know, my mom would die two weeks after the the class I took ended. So, so oh, yeah, I didn't start teaching. Okay, let me back up. I just mis, mis- said that. I was a student and took the class after my dad died. Like a few months later, I, you know, moved and found this grief recovery class, blah, blah, blah. And uh, literally saw the sign. And that's so cliche, but there was a marquee, actual sign. that grief recovery classes. And I was like, what is that? I've never heard of that. That sounds weird. <laughs> and then I ended up going to the class and I'm like, oh, this six weeks class. I-, I can commit to this. This is good. This is helping me. And then two weeks after my class ended that I took for dealing with my dad's death, my mother passed away two weeks later. And uh, so all that happened in 2008. Technically, my parents died about six months apart uh, altogether. But, yeah, the same year. So um, anyway, and so 
I, I learned from being a student and also started teaching the classes after my mom died, of, you know, stuck to, to, I'd already signed up to volunteer to start teaching and she died. And I was like, am I strong enough for this? And I went ahead and, and committed to it and did it. And uh, I had this awesome chaplain come in and pray with me in her room. And he was like, sometimes just knowing your story itself and knowing that you're there for them, that will, can help somebody. And I was like, sold. <laughs> I will, I will do this. And so I did. And, uh, but it wasn't enough. I was like, I, I mean, I'm glad I'm giving back and helping others, but I need something because, you know, that can, it can get draining. I'll be honest. Like it feels good to give it back, but you have to take care of yourself too. As Ross will tell you, you know, you need that positivity. And so I came across his own podcast one day. He's on a different uh, <laughs> medium now, so I won't say it, but anyway, but uh, he had a podcast and I was like, Oh my gosh, I can do that. I think I can do that. I don't know. I'll try it. I really had no idea where that journey would take me. No clue. But I was so inspired by him because I was like one of his biggest fans, still am. And I was, I would get so sad. I would cry. I would be like, please call me, Ross. Please call me. Because, um, you know, he would do that. He would like randomly call his fans and stuff and please choose me. Please choose me. And he never chose me and never called. And I was so sad. I was so sad. But I, I just loved him, loved him, loved him. And I thought, huh and back then i just called it internet talk show now podcasts are popular but back then they really weren't like now they're like big thing but back then they weren't and so so my parents died 2008 and uh, my dad died march uh went through the class like august to september and my mom died towards the end of september and uh <laughs> and so i was getting closer to the new year you know you know how how the new year brings up lots of thoughts, New Year's resolutions, goals, life, you put your life in review, you think about a lot of things. And it wasn't, you know, too long before that I had come across his podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. And then I was like, wait a minute, can I do this too? Is there an option for this? Like, wait a minute, how do you even start? So I looked into it and like, if you go back in the archives, you will see my very first, like, first six episodes are like I did one 30 minute segment a week and each segment was literally just me recapping what I teach my students in grief recovery class like each episode I think is called like grief recovery week one week two (laughs) grief recovery week six (laughs) congratulations you have graduated grief recovery class now (laughs) anyway just kidding but uh (laughs) anyway so um yeah so that's how this little podcast started and uh and then I had no idea like literally it's February 25th I'm gonna start crying and I was yesterday or today it was my first episode ever I think it was today which makes <laughs> nine years can you believe that I've had this this podcast slash talk show for nine years and uh unfortunately I, I took I took hiatus a little bit in between for uh, not the whole few years, but after my birthday died, uh, 2014, my birth mom got cancer again the same day that, that he died. She told me it was just it was just too much for me to handle because I'd already lost both my adoptive parents that raised me, and so I just I just kind of shut down and didn't do as much and did a few episodes here and there, mostly for friends that asked me, "Will you interview me or help promote this?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, okay, okay," but they'd have to really persuade me, and then. I finally one day was just like, you know what? I feel ready. Like I need to get back to this. I need to get back. And I remember Ross, the first time he called in, I was so shocked because I would tweet him just like never thinking I'd ever hear from him. 
and would send him a nice message saying, hey, you inspired me to begin this podcast, you know, talk show, internet talk show, um, you know, thank you so much. I'd love to say, you know, I'd love to say hi. Thank you. You know, if you ever get a chance, call in and had no clue <laughs> that he would really call in. And he did one day and shocked the heck out of me. And, uh, and he's called in several times since then. He's one of the nicest people. And then finally, a few years later, he ends up doing a gig. I call, we call him Gigs Entertainment World, uh, stand comedy, a gig at, um, UTA, University of Texas at Arlington, which happens to be the closest in driving distance from where I live of all universities. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, that's probably a 15-minute drive. Are you kidding me? That is amazing. And so it was so awesome to finally meet him in person after getting to talk to him so many times. But, yeah, so I, I will always support him. He is one of the kindest, nicest people and so positive and the coolest part was when the first time he called in I was hosting a segment called um celebrity positivity and I was like oh, this is too perfect are you kidding me <laughs> this is awesome and the other cool part was that when he um when he called I was so excited to get to tell him like I felt like I had you know like oh, I, I know it's gonna sound confusing like I believe I think there's nothing wrong with being a fan of someone, but I also think you need to like be proactive and like do things for yourself, you know, like have your own goals and keep moving forward. And so I was more than thrilled. Like the timing was perfect for him to call me because after uh, by the time he called in the first time and I was able to say hello and thank him for inspiring me and everything. Um, I had, it was, I had already done the, uh, Super Bowl weekend interviews, you know, when Super Bowl was in Dallas and interviewed a lot of celebrities and stuff. And so that was just, that meant so much to me to get to tell him that I, you know, that how much he inspired me and how I started this podcast, had no idea what journey would take me on and how it ended me in so many directions, including that. And it continues to, to help me grow. And, um, you know, like the soldiers, I hope they're okay. I keep watching the chat room, hoping I'll hear from them, not seeing them screaming eagles. I love y'all. I adore y'all. I hope you're okay. Um, you know, I, I, mean, I had no idea I would end up hosting this podcast where people, like, not just the U.S., but around the world, including these soldiers serving overseas and become, like, dear friends and family to me. I had no idea what this journey would take me on, and it continues to, and I just love it. That's why I never want to give it up. I just... I just love it because, you know, I thought off and on, should I stop it? And then I was like, no, something just told me to, like, hold on to it and not give up. And so I'm still here with the podcast. And uh, on that note, (laughs) we've got about seven minutes left, so I may read a few more tweets about Celebrity Big Brother and talk lots more about how I love Ross Matthews. And and, uh, congratulations again to him, second place in America's Favorite Player. And congrats, of course, also to Marissa. I mean, that is just amazing. The two people, that's definitely the two people I wanted final two. I'm so happy, so thrilled. And Jessica and Cody also that won Amazing Race that were on Big Brother, Team Big Brother on Amazing Race. Congrats to them as well. Um, but speaking of, I know Ross has always inspired me too to remember this. This is part of the reason why I love opening Switchboard. And I love it when I interview guests to open Switchboard for fans to call in. That's always been something I love to get to do for people, like let the fans talk to the to the celebrity guests and such in the past. And I uh, hope to get to do more of those in the future. Because when Ross had his talk show, he taught me that, you know, it's about the fans. It's not about you. It's about the fans. It's about the guests. It's about it's about the people, you know, the other people. And I appreciate him teaching me that. That was a good lesson learned. 
And so on that note, I would just like to remind you all, if you want to send in your own guest request, if you yourself want to be a guest on Coffee Talk with Shell, or uh, you know someone you think would be a great guest, you want to be that you think would be great uh, to be interviewed, message me your info or their info, you know their story or your story, and also always open to topic suggestions. So um, the best way to reach me is directly uh, on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. Again, that's C O F F E E T A L K W C, spelled like it sounds pretty much. But anyway, at Coffee Talk WC is my Twitter handle. Uh, just, so just send me a message there. I'd love to get your feedback and get your topic suggestions and or guest requests. Um, actually, I think we got about 10 minutes to go because I started a few minutes late. I just realized, and I'm wondering if that's why Screaming Eagles haven't chimed in because I started my talk show an hour later than normal. Normally, I do this show, by the way, 8 p.m. Central Time until 10 o'clock, uh, two-hour segment. But tonight's just an hour segment because I really, really wanted to support Ross and watch the Big Brother finale, uh, Celebrity Big Brother finale live. So I thought, well, I'll at least do one hour afterwards. Um, but <laughs> Ross still churning on Twitter. That's so cool. Oh, my gosh. I love you, Ross. Total wrong winner. Ross was awesome. Couldn't be more disappointed than Shannon. I thought she was a super fan. Wrong vote. Uh, 17 Black, also known as Jesse, wrote that. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, but I uh, thought it would be Ross, but she pulled it off. Cardinal Corey wrote, oh, because they're saying they thought, thought Ross was going to win, and then Marissa ended up winning. Uh, Little Red Man says, I like Marissa, but Ross played a better game. Yeah, I think a lot of people are shocked that the Ross didn't win that he would have more jury votes too. Yeah. Wow. Oh no. It's interesting. Uh, Megan Lee says, I think Ross would have won if they didn't get to see the diary room sessions. He was a little petty and those sometimes LOL. Oh no. Oh my goodness me. Sad that Ross didn't win, even though he deserved it, but I'm happy he got fan favorite. House of Spears wrote that. Aww. Marissa's answer to why she deserves to win over us is listening to his ideas. <laughs> Good point. J-U-L-2523 on Twitter. But do you hear Prescott? He's sending his love to to y'all. Yeah. Say hi to everyone. Say hi to Screaming Eagles, the soldiers overseas. Say hi to Ross and Sal. Yeah. And say hi to Selena and Andre. Say hi. Prescott sends his love. He's saying hi. <laughs> Sometimes he gets excited. He's, he's a little worked up because he wanted Ross to win, but he's also excited that Ross did win. You know what I mean? Like, he won, but he didn't. He didn't win first place, but he won second place in America's Favorite Player. So he wanted to say hi and send his love, so he just did. <laughs> All right, we got about six minutes to go and play a song uh, and watch the tr- switchboard. Ugh, can't talk. As we wrap up, and I'll try to do another segment, hopefully, uh, tomorrow if I get a chance to take a lunch break during uh, work. And, um, I'd love to chat with y'all. All All right. In the meantime, I'm trying to find a song. Oh, man. I wish I had a... 
trying to find a song to dedicate to Roth. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this one because it's when the first time he ever called in my show and shocked the heck out of me like I never silent like y'all gotta understand I talk as you can probably tell I talk all the time and like I'm never speechless it's the only time in my entire life I've ever been speechless was when he called in I was so in shock and uh, this was the song that was playing right right when he was calling in <laughs> it was called Reason to Live by Misty Mayhem you can check out her music at mistymayhem.com and also find uh, Misty Mayhem on Facebook so Ross this song is for you congrats I'm so proud of you I really am Send, sending my love and hugs to you as well as Salvador your sweet Salvador so happy y'all are back together and also with your doggies, Selena, Audrey, your kids. So happy for you, Ross. I'm proud of you. You did an awesome, awesome job. I'm glad that that you never gave up and determined. And once again, you inspired the heck out of me. And now I want to go on Big Brother, but I really want Salvador to go on Big Brother. Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. I think we should campaign for that to happen next. <laughs> All right. The song is for you. Well, I ain't no millionaire living up high, looking down on the world, slave away so I can make a dime. I ain't up in Hollywood, memorizing lines, making money off my makeup.
Again, that was Reason to Live by Misty Mayhem. And again, I just want to say congratulations to Marissa for winning first place. And of course, to Ross. I love you, Ross, so much. So proud of you. Keep being your awesome, awesome self. Congrats. So proud of you. So many reasons. You you just never gave up to the end. So, so proud of you. So congrats on winning second place and America's favorite. You know I voted for you tons of times, as many times as it allowed. Um, and asked everyone to vote for you, too. So congrats again on winning second place as well as America's favorite health guest slash player. Love and hugs to your sweet Salvador and your doggies, Selena and Audrey. And also love and hugs to Louise and Miho as well, as I know they're always with you in your heart. Uh, congrats. Love you so much. Love and peace. This is Shell signing off. Wishing each of you a wonderful week. <laughs>